Welcome. Today we're on day six of our 21 days of prayer. Yesterday, uh, Rachel studied with you and talked about the tabernacle prayer. And she covered the outer court, the brazen altar, and the laver. Now today, we're going to move from the outer court to the inner court, also known as the holy place. And we're going to start with the candlestick. Now you must remember that when God gave instructions, they were very specific on how he wanted things made. So this is just going to be one aspect of the candlestick. The next piece of, of the tabernacle is the seven branch candlestick. Here's an example of a menorah that I have before you. The fire represents the Holy Spirit and how we are called to be a light in the world. Let's look at our first scripture found in Isaiah 11:2. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And that fear means our awesome respect for what God is and who he is. Um, this is one of the scriptures that I used to pray over my kids before they would go to school in the morning time and as well as that they would have the mind of Christ. But this is one scripture that all of us as Christians really need to pray over our lives. Um, whenever Jesus left the earth, when he died on the cross and he resurrected and he ascended, he said he was going to leave us something. And he left us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now the Holy Spirit is one that has, he's our advocate and he is the one, when you look up the word advocate, it means one who speaks or writes in support of another, our cause. So he's on our side. The Holy Spirit is on our side. And God has called us to do things that really we can only do with supernatural um, power. And that supernatural power comes from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, he, just, he doesn't just comfort us, but he also guides us. And he also empowers us to do the things that God has called us to do. And so with that empowerment, we are able to do supernatural things. There was a song back years ago uh, when I was a teenager, and it, it had the words that said, Fill me, Jesus, fill me now. Fill me, Jesus, with thy precious holy power. That holy power is that Holy Spirit. And it went on to say, I am yours, my Lord, to do with as you will. So fill me, Jesus, right now. And that would be my prayer for you all today is that the Holy Spirit would fill us up. It's so important what we fill ourselves up with, what we open our hearts to, because we become what we fill ourselves up with. And if we fill ourselves up with the Word and with uh, 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 talking with the Holy Spirit, praying with the Holy, praying in the Holy Spirit, we become so full that when the enemy tries to come and attack us, that nothing else but the Word and the, what the Holy Spirit has for us will come out. So it's important what we allow in our hearts and what we allow in our minds and that we just need to pray that these spirits of the Lord will come upon us to lead, guide, and direct us and also empower us. So let's pray today as we finish this section right here. Holy Spirit, I just ask you right now to fill me up. I need your presence in my life guiding me and directing me and comforting me. Father, I pray the spirits of the Lord upon each one of these listening, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Father, we thank you for today and I just ask you to be with each one of these 
people today. In Jesus' name, amen. The second article of the holy place or the inner court that we're going to look at today is called the table of showbread. The table of showbread represents the word of God. And there on this table, there were 12 loaves of bread. And that represented the importance of reading God's words for our daily sustenance. In uh, Joshua 1.8, it reads, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Now we know it's not possible to always have the word in front of us constantly day and night. We have other things we have to do. But the thing is, it says, keep this book of the law always on our lips. And so again, let me reiterate the fact that what we put in is what's going to come out. So when we read the word of God, then we want to also stop and meditate on it. Think about it. Every time, I know there's times that I have read the word of God and I've, I mean, even if I've read a story in the, in the Bible and the Lord will, the Holy Spirit and, and God will speak to me through that story. And it may not be the same thing every time. He may pull out another nugget that, oh, wow, this is really enlightening to me. So the thing is, when we meditate on something, the Holy Spirit has something to work with to be able to teach us and lead us. It says, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. And I find this interesting. It says, then you will be prosperous and successful. So when it says, then you will be prosperous and successful, it makes me wonder, well, if I don't do this, then I'm not going to be prosperous and be successful. So there are promises in the word of God, but there are stipulations on how those promises can be fulfilled. God's word is an incredible gift and a powerful tool, and it has revelation and impact in our prayer life. Here's some ways that we can incorporate God's word. We take time to read and think about the word. In other words, read it meditate on it don't just be reading it to say i read this 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 i remember when i was a kid in church and years ago um we would always have to turn in how many chapters we read in the bible of course you always wanted to go to psalms because they were short you know but um we would report every week how many chapters we read in the bible now out of reading all that all those years I don't know that I really meditated on everything that I read. So it really didn't. I had it up here in my head. I had read it. But for it to really have sunk down into my heart, I hadn't grasped that yet. So whenever we read something and we think about it, and you think about it long enough that it drops in your heart. Um, it's kind of like this. I, I explained this to my, my singers and, and also even the dancers before when Rachel was a dancer. Um, I remember telling her, you, you know, those movements so well, and you know them and you know them and you, it's just like muscle memory. You, it goes from here and it's going to drop in your heart and then you can dance that dance and you don't even have to have the words being sung because the anointing is on what you are expressing through your movements of your body. And that's the same thing with a song. Whenever the anointing has so much more, it's so much easier for the anointing to move when you have it studied and you know it and you know it and you know it and where it totally goes from not your head, you're not worrying about it anymore, but it's in your heart and you just express it. So that takes time to read and think about the word. Claim God's many great promises for your life and the world around you. 
Ask him for a fresh revelation of his word. Now, we know every morning you can get read a scripture and God can enlighten different things to you. Ask him uh, for a word to help you as you go throughout your day. Uh, you know, we can pray for divine appointments at the very beginning of our day and say, Lord, lead me and guide me. Holy Spirit, lead me and guide me to where you want me to go, to say the things you want me to say. And he will always fill, he'll fulfill that request that you, that you make. Every time I have done that, the Lord has led me in certain ways. And after, after I get finished, it's like, I think, wow, had I not prayed that that morning, would this have happened? Would I have run across this person? Would I have said this certain thing? So you want to pray for divine appointments and help you throughout your day. Ask him to show you how to apply his word in the world around you. See, God wants us to not just read his word, but he wants us to meditate on it to where it becomes part of us. And whenever people are around us, that's what they hear from us is the word of God. It's, it's, we're so full of the word of God that when the enemy tries to attack us, that's what comes out. And we can always remind God his word says, um, he likes, he likes to hear us remind him of his word. He likes us to say, prove me. Um, we can whine and cry all we want to, but that doesn't really move the heart of God. It's when we say, God, your word says, and, um, it reminds me of a story. Several years ago, uh, I operated my faith in regards to some finances that I needed. Uh, Mark and I had just uh, come from ORU, and uh, he had just graduated, and I was going to come back here, and, and I wanted to finish my college degree. And at the time, I didn't have the money, but I knew God's Word said that He would supply all my needs according to His riches and glory. So I had a need, and I began to take that Word and show it and write it down and speak it over my situation. The Saturday before the uh, college started again, uh, I got this call about eight o'clock and this person told me they had something for me. Was I going to be home? I said, well, yes, I was gonna be here. So anyway, he came over to my house. He said, I'm to hand this to you because you have been believing for this. And I thanked him and I began to thank God for meeting whatever this was because I, I was kind of excited to see what it was because it was in an envelope that was sealed. So when I opened the envelope up, it had 10 $20 bills in it and it was exactly how much I needed to cover my college tuition for that semester and my private piano lessons for that semester. So I saw God work on our behalf. I saw him move on my behalf and answer a prayer that I had requested. And I took the word simply by taking what his word said. And I said, Father, your word says that you will supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. This is a need I have. So I just encourage you that if there's something that you have need of in your life, and it doesn't have to be finances, it can be totally something else. God knows where you are. The Holy Spirit knows where you are and Jesus knows where you are. So you just begin to thank him. Get in his word. The word of God is what sustains us from day to day. And it's important that we not only read it, but that we also meditate on it. And then ask him to show us how to operate that. That was the last thing. It said, 
show you how to apply your his word in the world around you. How do we operate the word of God? We just simply remind him that his word says, and he delights in us doing that. Let's pray that, that, uh, God would show us exactly what we need to do. Thank you, father, for giving me your word. And father, I commit to reading it even more than I have in the past. I ask you to reveal yourself to me. I want to know you more. And I want you to help me grow in the word and the knowledge of the word. I claim all of the promises that you have provided for us. And Father, I thank you that you will help me be able to understand and that you will give me new revelation as I meditate on your word daily. Give me a fresh revelation every day, Father, as I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So as we begin to finish up this section, um, let's review. We had covered the candlestick and we also covered the table of showbread. But now we're going to go to the third item and it's the altar of incense. The altar of incense, it was a, it was a small altar that stood uh, at the entrance of the Holy of Holies. Now we're still in the inner court or the holy place, but it's right at the entrance of the Holy of Holies where God's presence dwelt. The people of God entered God's presence as they worshiped him and they called upon him with his different names. And we're going to talk about those names in just a minute. Uh, this altar represents the worship and the pleasure it gives God when we worship him. In Proverbs 18:10, it says, The name of the Lord is like a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. We need to begin to thank God for making his presence available to you. Now, as you look at your paper um, or your booklet, um, you will find there was different names of God. The first one that you'll see is Yahweh Tiskanu. That's the Lord our righteousness. And your scripture that you have there uh, is good, but I want to give you another one. It's 2 Corinthians 5.21. It says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. The next one we say, Yahweh Mekadesh, that's the Lord who sanctifies and makes holy. He is our sanctifier. And in uh, Leviticus 28, it says, And you shall keep my statutes and perform them. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. Then we also have Yahweh Rapha, the Lord who heals. He is our healer. So in Exodus 15, 26, it says, If you diligently heed to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians. So we need to heed the voice of God. We need to give ear to what he says. Listen and obey. Another one we have is Yahweh Jireh. The Lord will provide. This scripture is found in Genesis 22:14, and it says, And Abraham called the name of the place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. So he is our provider. And the next one we want to go to is Yahweh Nisi. That's the Lord, our banner, our banner of victory. 
And Moses built an altar and called its name, The Lord is my banner. That's found in Exodus 17:15. Yahweh Shalom is our next one. The Lord our peace. He is our peace. In Judges 6, 24, it says, So Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, The Lord is peace. Then the last one is Yahweh Rafi, our Lord, our shepherd, my shepherd. Psalm 23, 1, and we all know this scripture. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So each one of these tells us the different names of the Lord and what what it pertains to and when we call him by Yahweh instead of just saying God but we say Yahweh and we we uh, we pinpoint this even more directly to what we're needing he can be our righteousness he can be our sanctifier he can be our healer our provider he can be our banner of victory our peace and our shepherd so as you begin to pray, use these names, not just God and Heavenly Father and all this. Use the different names that you have here in regards to whatever you're needing, whatever your need is. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are always with me and you always have your presence with me to give me life. You give me breath and you give me joy and you give me purpose. And Holy Spirit, I just ask you to fill me to overflowing so that I can fulfill the call that God has upon my life. And I can do supernatural things through your spirit and through your power. And I thank you for all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.